Hey guys, I'm Stevie Nelson. And I'm Dave Horwitz. And this is Iber and Everything, a food and relationship podcast. Stevie, the last time our audience heard us, we were wrapping up season three. We were celebrating 100 episodes and we yes. were promising to be back very soon with a brand new season, a new tweaked format and uh, a new lease on life. Yeah, we and were like, we're like, we're going to do this thing and you're going to love it. And uh, I am here to tell you that that is not going to happen. In fact, we are actually not doing the show anymore. This is the last episode of the show forever. This is the final episode. We hate to rip the bandaid off like this, but after, after much deliberation and talking, I think the conclusion was we're so happy we did our season three. We loved doing our season three, but we feel like we've fallen out of love with doing the podcast. We've fallen out of love with talking about relationships and food. Um, we've fallen out of love with like this podcast in particular. And, um, you know, not to say it didn't work for a long time or it didn't do anything like we really had a good time doing it. That being said, sometimes you just got to move on. Yeah. And, you know, it actually mirrors a lot of uh, relationships, at least two of them that I've been in, where you say uh, we're going to take a little break and we'll come right <laughs> back. And uh, sometimes that break is really long, like longer yeah. than you thought. And sometimes that break is forever. Yeah, I've had those two where I'm like, we're on a we're on a bit of a break. I also, uh, you know, breaks. Woof. Who does them anymore? But um, yeah, anytime. Who has time? I, not not me. I don't have the time for that. I'd rather no. break up and just call it a day. Same. Um, but yeah. So this is a, we're, we've gotten too old for the break thing. We don't need to do it anymore. And we're now at the point of just a straight up, we're breaking up with this podcast and I'm sure we've done this episode before, you know, like I'm sure this episode has happened before in some roundabout way, but, uh, I guess well, we've never we've never uh, we've always, I think, intended to come back. We've taken really long breaks. Uh, OK, kind of, yeah, you're right. Right. This is, yeah. I think, the first time that we've ever been that we've ever kind of put our foot down and been firm with our own um, intentions. And I think it's um, I think it's genuinely important. And I just wanted to say uh, that we've had some really really wonderful dedicated listeners we've gotten amazing feedback we've gotten great voicemails great itunes reviews i mean basically the reason everybody does podcasts we've been i think handsomely rewarded for uh, for our our work and especially this last season i really want to i i wanted to thank everybody and um i wanted to kind of say that i i feel like we're going out with a bang but i also just wanted to speak a little bit to like I mean, I've enjoyed all the interviews we've done. I've enjoyed the solo episodes where it's just been you and me. Me too. Um, love those. I think it's less that I don't want to do a podcast or I don't like working with you. Obviously, I love working with you. No, and yeah. More that, and more that like, um, you know, I was when we were talking on the phone, I was saying like, oh, wow, we were like maybe early 30s and late 20s when we started this. And now mm -hmm. we're a little bit older. Um and with everything that's been happening in the world and, you know, we had a big mid-season pivot to, you know, we feel awful and guilty even having a show, even having a show about relationships at a time like this. Like, what are we going to do? And kind of, I mean, at least I, not foolishly, but I, um, I thought it was going to maybe 
even out a little bit, go back to normal a little bit in the world. I thought we were going to have some sort of semblance of normalcy. And we, we've been talking about when the pandemic ends, we can record again at your, at your coffee table or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, We, nothing has ended. (laughs) Nothing is dwindling. Uh, This is just what our life is like now. And it's really weird. And I think the show feels really weird to me in the context of this life that we're in now. Oh, that's interesting. I guess my take is like a different thing. It's like what the world needs now more than anything is like things that bring people joy, you know, and things that like people love to do. And I feel like anything, anything less than that is like a contribution, not make, not worth making, you know, like that's how I feel about this podcast where I'm like, I love podcasting with you, but I am just like, I don't want to, I don't really care to talk about relationships anymore. I'm like, I feel like we've tapped out, you know? Oh, I think we're I think we're kind of maybe saying versions of the same thing. We're like, I can't imagine saying more on the topic. Yes. B- yeah. Maybe because of. Because there's just uh, more of, important shit to talk about. <laughs> well, it's like there's more important stuff, but there's also just it's 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 a passion thing. Like yes. no one I think I think it's weird because no one's really dating. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. Like We were given some great advice when people were like just starting the pandemic. And it was like, I've been dating this guy for two weeks or you know, I'm recently divorced. Like, how do I get back out there? And it feels like it feels hard to um, it feels hard to speak on that topic without talking about it through the lens of like, uh, I've been seeing this new guy via FaceTime and I'm really looking forward to getting together with him when it's safe. Like all of the yeah, unspoken. The, yeah. Things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the actual movement of even dating or relationships, it's like, yeah, it's just we're, we're I don't know. I I think even beyond the times, like beyond all of it, beyond it being a pandemic, beyond it being still like you know, social unrest, beyond all of that for me, it's just like if none of this was happening, I think the reality is like I I think I'm at a place of like feeling like we've we've just exhausted the topic. We've said and, a lot. We've said yeah, a lot. Yeah, we've said topic. a ton. We've, we've done to a lot of people. Yeah, this is 101 episodes now including this one and I just think I think like you know, I think we I think I feel done with I feel like this chapter is complete and oh, boyfriend's sad about it. Boyfriend, it's okay. Sometimes things end. <laughs> That's good. Um but yeah, I kind of just feel like it's just Either way, it would just be so done for us. And that being said, it's not like the conversations weren't tough or like the conversations weren't like, oof, do we want to be doing this? Like, I just want to wake up like for me. I don't know about you, Dave. I want to wake up and be like excited to do the things I'm doing. And I feel like that has been lost. Oh, I, I, yeah. And I think it's, I think it's important uh, for people to, to hear us say stuff like that because, you know, I, I think maybe at certain points during at least the, you know, pandemic months of the show, it's been, it's, it's maybe seemed like we've been running out of steam, but I think we've gotten it back here and there. I thought the last last episode was great. The last chunk was, I mean, this last season had over 40 episodes and I'm proud of all of them. I think, I think we, we did a great, uh, I think we did a great thing and I've really enjoyed it, but I think, uh, you know, there's a big, in my brain, there's a big push towards joy uh, in yeah. life. And I think that we just kind of have to go toward what is going to make us feel good in, yep. you know, right now. Yeah, whatever that looks like. I would say, like, not a ton of things feel great right now. Um, personally, I would say, you know, there's certain things feel great. Um, 
you know, I love playing with my dog. I love hanging out with my girlfriend, but, um, you know, I think if we if we were finding ourselves, um, a little daunted by the task of putting together a, a much more sort of intentional structured fourth season that was very ambitious. And I don't mean to like tease something that's never going to happen, but you know, we were, we were, we were working on it. And I think we kind of at the same time arrived at like, Oh, this doesn't feel like something that is sparking joy to borrow uh, something from Marie Kondo, which is very timely in 2020, but you know, pretend this is, 2018 and and it, it'll make sense to talk about Marie Kondo but um but yeah I um I I don't know I I if I, I think I felt like this was going to be more um cathartic to record an episode about this and really now it just seems like we're sort of eulogizing our show which is fine that's funny I didn't really have any expectations for this but I I just sort of felt I've I just sort of wanted to let people know you know I just sort of wanted to like be clear about what's happening and let them know that like we've appreciated their support and love and um you know I've also become like friends with some of the listeners and we message each other and um I've become friends with some of the guests who I didn't know before and who now I do feel like I know and there's such a I think doing podcasts despite the fact that everybody has a podcast I think it's so well worth it I'm so glad we did it over the past five years like I don't know. I don't want it to be a eulogy. I just want it to be like a celebration. Be like, oh my God, thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, that's a nice way to think about it. I mean, it's it's just uh, I've I've felt so. Um, it just has felt crazy now, especially doing uh, Zoom and seeing both of us like we, you know, we're not the same people we were five years ago, physically, mentally, emotionally. Uh, we're not in the same places in our lives. Um it's just such a weird, I mean, I was coming off of, I was coming off of like a really crazy, actually, no, I was in the middle of a really crazy time when we started the podcast and I've come in and out of them. And I've, you know, I've really, I've, I've really been, I really put myself through the ringer and, uh, and now we've been spit out on the other side of this bizarre time. And, uh, we have a hundred episodes in five years and three seasons to look back on. And it's very, um, I don't know. It's very heartening. I'm really, I really, I really like that we did it. And every now and then I'll go and listen back to an old app and, and marvel at, you know, the kind of stuff that we were talking about and where we were at in our lives. And it's kind of amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. It's not, it's not a small, you know, doing a hundred episodes of a podcast. It's not a small, it's not a small thing. It's like most people have podcast ideas and never do them because it's not a small thing. Like, We've had two different podcast networks. We've had like we have done all the footwork to do this, and and it's you know I'd also like to thank Campfire Campfire Media for um, like hosting our podcast on their website, for mm-hmm. producing our podcast. Ryan and Ryan, both such wonderful people, um, and a pleasure to work with. And Ryan Middledorf, there since basically day, day one. one, recorded yep. recorded when we were on a different network. Ryan. We would go to his apartment in, I believe, Glendale, and we would uh, sit at his wonderful podcasting table with like the the little arms and the microphones connected that we now both have. But at the time, I didn't even think it was possible for me to have one. It was it was a really professional setup, and you know, out of the goodness of his heart, he recorded the episodes for us and sent them off to, uh, I believe, to our our other network. Um, we, yeah. we started on Headgum, 
And then we moved over to Ryan's network, which I believe at the time was called uh, what's a creative. And now it's called campfire. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I've just, I've enjoyed the process of working with him. I've enjoyed the process of uh, recording at Stevie's house. And then we've had Jesus six months. We basically taught ourselves how to, uh put these episodes together how to record how to like you know as much trouble as it's given us in the past a zencaster the very extremely free uh website that lets us record all of these um has been kind of a godsend but uh also and sometimes a curse (laughs) it doesn't always work it sure doesn't Uh, i'm grateful not to have to use it anymore to be honest i'm (laughs) i'm as much as it's been wonderful to have something like that it's been it, I prefer recording in person. Um, but Steve, yeah. Let me ask you. Yeah. How do you think you've changed over the past five years? In what ways? Oh my goodness. Uh, so many. I, every way. Every way you can change emotionally, spiritually. You're like, a little less blonde right now. Yeah. I have my natural hair color now. I went. Let's see. I've um, I've simplified is what I would say. I've simple Over the past five years, everything has become simpler and easier and better. And, um, it's, you know, I would say I started out sort of (laughs) very much in my own will. I wanted certain things. I had a certain type of drive towards a certain, towards everything, towards relationships, towards food, towards, um, towards my career. And I feel like I've, uh, I've transformed that all of that. Like I feel like there's an ease to my life today. I don't know what's best. I know what feels good and that's all I know and uh I feel healed in a lot of areas especially around food. I feel really healed around food. I eat what I want. I eat um healthy and I eat what I want when I want. Um there's no judgment around it and I feel good in terms of relationships. I'm single and I am enjoying that and I'm um you know, not actively dating, but open. And I don't know, I feel like there's an ease to stuff that there wasn't an ease to before. How do you feel you've changed in the past five years, Dave? Um, I sort of, I sort of will echo what you said in that my priorities have absolutely uh, shifted. I think I had a pretty rigid idea of what I wanted. I was coming out, out of a series of professional and personal setbacks and was hoping to really uh you know impart the will of god to to change all of them all at once and was really kind of um doing them in a messy way i think i think i i I had just started a a new job that was um not a consolation but it was like a, a shift from from my previous uh iteration of my writing career and i think i had a little chip on my shoulder towards some people professionally and personally and uh, there were things that I wanted that I felt that I was entitled to that, you know, the entitlement that only, a uh, an average white man over 30 can, can have. And, um, <laughs> I think over the last five years, I've, I've zeroed in a little bit on, on what's important and what's actually important to me and what I'm grateful for and what I'm looking for in my life. And, uh, I, you know, I really wanted to be in a loving relationship and I, I was able to do that i found one and uh i was able to you know remain at least mostly employed and i wanted to get to a point where i could uh 
feasibly have a dog, which is something I've wanted for my whole life. And now I do. And she's uh, three and a half months old and she's absolutely uh, insane, but also the cutest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. She's uh, love. That. I mean, she's out of her mind, but she's fantastic. She we just love lost, you, Margo. We love she just you. Lost, she just lost two puppy teeth last night for the first time. Hell uh, yeah. It was terrifying. I didn't know what was happening. I was like, why is there blood all over your chew toy? Have I broke like we were playing tug of war and I was like, I broke my dog. What's happening? And uh, then I, after Googling 9,000 things, I realized, okay, everything's fine. And I washed off her toy and let it dry. And um, now she's sleeping behind me. And uh, it's just a long way to go to say, you know, I always was like, I'm not going to get a dog until I can get to this perfect place in my life where everything is, you know, I've been able to, you know, slot everything into the, into the right uh, um, uh, hole and check off every box and, you can't really plan for a lot of stuff in your life. I'm learning like maybe no. that's the thing I learned over the last five years that like, you know, we had certain expectations for this show for ourselves professionally for stuff relationally. And it's like, you kind of, all you can do is be the best version of yourself that you can. And so, you know, I think I had maybe just started therapy when we started the podcast or I, I was about to. Uh, and now I, I mean, I've been going regularly with the same person and I feel uh, really good about it and I am trying to be a little bit nicer to myself which I would always say I would do and then I never actually did but now I'm actually doing it so that's where I'm at I love that I yeah. think I think that's amazing I also think like that's it, over five years is so it's so long like it's such a long span of time I think probably there's so much that has changed that we we haven't even taken into account, you know, like there's probably so much everything, yeah. honestly, what isn't different, you know, like, yeah, it's like everything, everything in the world around us is different. I mean, yeah. the political regime is different. The climate of the world is different. The actual temperature of the world is different, which, you know, we're not going to talk about now, but it is troubling. Uh, I also think that five years from now, even without a podcast to mark time with, we're going to be completely different people. Oh yeah. My God. I hope so. I love changing. I love growing. I love growing up. I love being a big kid. I like taking accountability now. <laughs> yeah. Accountability is a motherfucker, huh? <laughs> I like it. I like not feeling victim to life. I like being like, I did that. <laughs> Whoopsie. Honestly. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I think it's nice. Um, hey Dave, I want to, yeah. I want to ask you the last, the final questions. How you feel oh. about that? How you feel about it? Um, I'm open. You're open to answering them. Yeah. I just feel like I feel like even if we've answered them before, I feel like your answers would be different today. So I thought I was like, I just want I want to ask them to you. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Number one, what was your most awkward first date? Oh my god, my most awkward first date. Oh. <gasps> Wow. <laughs> I do feel like we've done these before, but it does feel like I'm being asked them for the first time. I think we've um, done them. I think we've done them, but I, I do feel like enough has changed, you know? My most awkward first date. I feel like my most awkward first date was uh, I I met a uh, I met a girl after a, a comedy show I performed in and was um, determined to ask her out. And I did. And uh, and she said yes. And then we went on a date to this nice place that doesn't exist anymore, of course, because everything closes in L.A. And uh, 
it was like going really well. This was gosh, maybe like 2011 or something. It was a while ago, but I was getting, I was like really the, the kind the kind of like fetal version of the person I am now. So I was like kind of okay on a date kind of being charming, but also I think I was like pushing it a little bit. And so I think I was like not getting a lot from her personally. This is, I, I'm also, I think maybe I'm different now because I'm choosing this answer because it's my fault. Like I am throwing myself under the bus rather than some story about like a crazy girl who showed up drunk. Um, so I remember she like went to the bathroom, like to pee and excused herself and came back. And I remember marking it like this was the first half of the date, which had gone really well. And we were like laughing and, and smiling and feeling good, but she wasn't like revealing a lot of personal information about herself. Like she had said, um, uh, that she used to live in my neighborhood, but now she lives in Marina del Rey, uh, with a roommate. And I was like, Oh, uh, any specific reason why you moved so far away? And she was like, just had to get out really quick. And I was like, Oh, this girl, I think like went through a big breakup recently. And I, but I, again, she like wasn't offering any of that information up, which I should have just taken as like, she ain't ready. You yeah, something's weird. Something's off. So she came back from the bathroom and I wish I knew why I did this, but I, I guess I just wanted to like ratchet up like the level of conversation from small talk or whatever. Yeah. To like, so I said, uh, I said, so do you, would you consider yourself uh, happy? Are you a happy person? Oh God. What a question. And uh, she absolutely just like shut down. I think she was like, oh, this no. fucking, she was like, I can't, I'm not into, I don't want to talk to this guy about this shit. Would and you then, consider yourself happy? I don't, I don't even, I think my answer would just be, yeah, but also like weird question. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I did that. And then I walked her to her car and like, think things got back on track a little bit after that, but I tried to kiss her and she kissed me like a little like bird. I like imagine like a little like baby bird. Yeah. Grandma um, kiss. And then I never saw her again. Oh yeah. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> yeah. What's your, wait, let's just trade off. Okay. What's yours? Um, my most awkward first date. Well, historically I've always said the same date, I think, but you know, I'm going to go on a lot of dates. I date a lot. I am a, I'm a dater. What's um, your most awkward first date in the last five years since we started the show? If you got one of those. Oh, I sure do. I sure do. <laughs> um, I actually went on a date with a guy from a dating app. We met in front of a co- like outside of a coffee shop. Um, and I would overall, I think the reason it was awkward was because um, he very much didn't want to be there is what the vibe felt like. Why? Dave, I have no idea why, but I was also like, why do you agree to a date if you don't want to be on it? And he was sitting with me and it just seemed like, it seemed like, it seemed like he was having coffee with his boss who called him into the office and he, or something, you know, like it felt it was such bad energy. He seemed so bummed out and he seemed very angry and um, like low key, you know, it felt like he was he came to the date steaming like he's just <laughs> and it's interesting because I don't know this person at all, but I, I sat with him and was just like this is such a vibe. I left within like 40 minutes. I was like, I don't need to sit. I don't need to sit with this person. Oh my god! Uh, also, uh, bad energy. That sounds terrible. But also, funny to think about how I do think the age we're at really affects the answer because, like, I definitely have so many. I have such funnier answers locked and loaded. But like, same. And I'm sure you do too. But it's like, here's one that just felt bad, and I'm like, I got one that felt bad, and it was yeah. my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it feels bad, like. 
Because, you know, I've had awkward first dates that are very funny where the person just sort of like flailed and said weird shit, whatever. But I, I mean, I feel like this one overall was just like the worst feeling one where I was just like, ugh, why, what is this energy? Um, oh God, I bet this has changed too. Who is your number two? Who is your current celebrity crush? Who is my current celebrity crush? I wish I could. I don't know. I'm always like bad about this. I, I, I gotta say, I think out of everybody we've ever asked, I loved Addie's answer the most, which was that she doesn't have a celebrity crush because she likes people that like her and the celebrity wouldn't like her because she, they don't know her. Yeah. I've been thinking about that for like a month. I think it's such a perfect answer. Um, what have I been? Uh, oh, <laughs> okay. I got a, I got a current one and I got, okay. So, uh, listeners, so, so, so let you in behind the scenes a little bit. We, Stevie and I were briefly considering doing something called, um, I'd rather die, which was a, a little like five, six part, 10 minute, uh, each podcast mini series where, um, I would, uh, tell stevie about all these like i would basically lecture stevie about these things that i thought she needed to know about like basically mansplain something to her and they would be things that she would rather die than hear about and one of them uh, was going to be about all of the uh 70s movies i've been watching i've been watching uh them non-stop detective movies romantic comedies crime movies thrillers i don't know why i'm just like really into that time period and i just watched this movie this will serve as an answer and a recommendation, but I just watched this movie by Paul Mazursky called An Unmarried Woman starring an actress named Jill Clayburgh. Uh, she passed away. Her last film role was, was she played Kristen Wiig's mom in Bridesmaids. And she is fucking adorable. She's gorgeous. She is phenomenal in this movie. She was nominated for Best Actress and she lost to Jane Fonda, but she's absolutely uh one of the best actresses I've ever seen that I'd never seen before. So I'm currently watching all of her movies. And so that's like the old weird man answer. Uh, but the real answer is I am obsessed with um, uh, Anna and Maya from pen 15. I was going to say that. Yeah. I was going to say uh, the girls from pen 15. Yeah. I think, um, I think probably most people who listen to our show would, 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 um, would know this because, because, you know, I think that's the target demo for that show and our, and, I think our demos overlap, but um, they, the specificity with which, and they're like probably a couple years younger than me, but like I was, you know, the shows I think set in 2002 or three and it's just so, it's so awful. It's like, I mean, it's wonderful, but it's like so painful and perfect. And like the stuff that they capture is, uh, I mean, they're, they're very attractive, but it's also that they're just, I feel like they have tapped into the human condition in a way that is like, intimidatingly attractive and smart yes. and brilliant yes and it's so this se- season two is so specific it's so funny mm-hmm. um i don't want to give anything away though no that's a great answer i agree with you on that um i think my celebrity crush is uh, has actually changed dramatically besides them two um it you was know, ewan mcgregor right it used to be ewan mcgregor and i think i've switched over to a man who looks almost identical to him um <laughs> tom hiddleston <laughs> that is my type man the exact same face they're the exact same person no i think so i think i mostly i think i i haven't seen much of tom hiddleston i only know him as loki from thor yeah have you not seen him as thor because he's he's a cosmic he's a little trickster he's a little impish scampy devil sounds about what right. have you seen him in nothing i just seen pictures of him <laughs> 
Oh boy. That's <gasps> it's the most honest a, answer I could give. That makes it the best answer I think we've ever had. Oh my well, god. Well, he's a little he's a little shithead in, in uh, Thor Ragnarok. You should check it out. Um you know what? Don't check it out. I'm gonna send you a YouTube link with like maybe a two minute scene. Just watch that. Hell yeah. That's uh, better. That's that better. sounds great. Okay. Hey, number three, what's your favorite snack? Okay, here's my favorite current snack that also serves as a recommendation. So, this is going to sound controversial, Steve, but I don't really like hummus. I don't either. Oh, how have I never known that about you? I don't really like I don't like talk hummus. about it. I don't talk about it. It's <laughs> taboo. You know what? It's, it's good that we saved like the juiciest thing for our last episode because now we can't get the backlash. We're probably get we're probably going to get hundreds of angry emails. Yeah, don't add us. We don't care. We don't like hummus. Don't talk to us. We're both I, Jewish and we don't like hummus. I it makes no sense. I will say in like a Middle Eastern meal in like a kismet rotisserie chicken meal, I yeah, don't fine. mind it. It's but fine. I'm not I'm not dipping pita chips into hummus, but I do love pita chips. I love them. I can't get enough of them. And I was looking for something to dip them into because my friend Kevin was watching me just eat them because yeah. he eats them with hummus. And he was like, I can't believe that you just eat them raw. And I thought saying eating them raw. raw would, I know, but I thought it was so evocative and funny, even though that's not really accurate. But I was like, I went looking for something. And if you, I think it's, it's Albertsons or Safeway or like any of those like places, the generic like house brand of tzatziki uh, dip there's like a specific tzatziki dip it's like yogurt based with cucumber and like mint it is delicious and to put a dip dip a little pita chip in there it is it's if you don't like hummus like me this is what you've been looking for what's your favorite snack stevie not raw pita chips (laughs) um i don't like pita chips won't eat them (gasps) what don't like them like i like un I like pita bread. Pita bread, yeah. But fucking pita chips taste disgusting to me. Um, wow. I know. But also, this I can't. Is why we're, this is why we're ending the show. Yeah, this is it. This is the final fight. The final fight that broke it, broke it all. Um, my favorite snack <sighs> dried mango. Trader Joe's, yeah. I'll get I'll get any brand. I'll get Trader Joe's. I'll get it from Thrive Market. I'll get it from 365. I'll get it from Whole Foods. I will get it from a stand on the fucking side of the road. I love dried mango and I will get a Costco size bag. I like love dried mango and it's been a staple for me during this pandemic. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I don't like mango. Oh, fucking what the fuck is happening? This, <laughs> this is, is stuff this, we've never known this, about each other. Yeah, but this is honestly like that we are falling apart at the seams. This is why the fabric of our very relationship is crumbling and we're doing it on air. I think, honestly, this is going to make for some pretty compelling radio. And if any, um, you know, uh, podcast outlets, AV Club, Vulture, if anybody wants to write it up because the fight of the century is happening, like I'm happy to I'm happy to give an interview about it. I am too, but I will give one separately. Yeah, I would like to give (laughs) (laughs) I will I would consider doing one over Zoom, but even socially distanced, I would never be in the same room with you ever again. No, same. I want to make sure I also would like to give an interview about our dogs being enemies, but uh, whoever that could be like a dog fancy magazine. You know, if I don't care what happens next, as long as I don't have to see this again. Yeah, but also I would still like to see um your holiday. dogs yeah yeah yeah. you can I'd have love to see well i need to see my girlfriend holiday and you have full custody honestly i would love 
to spend some time with with rocket and i haven't seen boyfriend in a long time so he's tall uh, he's a tall boy his, did he get bigger yeah man he's six pounds <laughs> <laughs> he's a six pound dog he went margo from is at least margo is over 15 she's like 17 pounds damn that's a big girl she's gonna be big she's gonna be huge um all right dave what is your dream meal my dream meal huh you know i'm gonna give i'm gonna give kind of a different um i'm gonna give kind of a different answer i'll give two answers hummus hummus and mango hummus and dried hummus and (laughs) oh dipping dried mango and hummus um oh man i'm sorry okay uh you know he's not gonna hear this so i uh i don't i don't want to um butter his 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 biscuits too much but my housemate kevin has gotten unreasonably good at making pizza from scratch Mm -hmm. during this pandemic Mm -hmm. and for my birthday yeah uh we had some joke because he like he had he bought some shrimp and we were like ate some shrimp and he he, oh he made like a shrimp scampi or something with um with orzo oh instead of instead of pasta and it was delicious and I would I would have said that, but then he was like, "What do you want for your birthday?" And he I was like, "Oh, I don't know." Uh, he's like, "You want to you want a shrimp pizza?" And I was like, "Oh, I guess." Yeah, I guess um, so. I so guess that's what I want. Shrimp scampi pizza from scratch uh, oh, yeah. that he baked in the cast iron in the oven and then finished it on the stove, which he says is for a crispy bottom. And he was right; the bottom was crispy. Okay. Um, so I would have one of those, and then I would have the arugula and parmesan salad from Little Dom's. Oh fuck yeah! And then I would <laughs> yawning directly into the mic. I'm putting you to sleep with my carb heavy meal. Uh, the arugula uh, yeah. parmesan salad for little doms. Uh, uh, let me throw in a sushi roll. I would have a oh, just a simple yellowtail scallion roll. Just a really simple, okay. yeah, understated, understated. Nobody then, says that. No. And then for dessert, let's get um, let's get some, let's get some Jenny's ice cream in there. You love Jenny's and Jenny loves you. I love Jenny so much. Let's do it. Uh, Steve, what's your dream meal? Dream meal. Um, <laughs> wow, you're running out of steam, I can tell. <laughs> I don't know why. I woke up today just like... <laughs> I woke up today on one, you know, like on a tired one. Um, my dream meal. Okay. I don't know. Do I like food? Like I'm like at the point... I'm back to the point in quarantine where I'm like, food is fucking exhausting because we've been cooking it the whole time dave um dream meal i'd have spaghetti and meatballs from jones hollywood perfect i'd um i'd have um this is hard this is hard i'm just listing things i can't eat um oh i'd also you know what the whole meal would be from jones hollywood i would have spaghetti and meatballs i'd have their chopped salad i love the dressing on their chopped salad um, also love a chopped salad and oh, I've I, had their chopped salad. It's, good. it's really good. And I'd also have, um, I'd finish it off with their cookie and a cast iron, um, skillet oh. with ice cream. All of them. I mean, we've talked about this place on the show before, but I, yeah, I used to work by there and I haven't eaten there since I stopped working there, which was over two and a half years ago at yeah. this point, which, ugh. Now I want to. Now I want to eat there. No, I know it's so good. It's it's super underrated, and it's one of my favorite places to eat. Like, 
might, might always be, but I, I love that place. It's so, it's so traditional. It's so good. Um, yeah, traditional my- until, like we've said before, until you go to the bathroom. And then all of a sudden it's provo- 90s of, provocateur. Pictures of boobs and butts. That's also why I do it. So I could go to the bathroom and then see boobs and butts. Wow, um, you're so nasty. I'm bad. <laughs> I'm very bad. Okay, Dave. If you could give yourself one piece of advice about relationships or food or both, what would it be? Ugh, one piece of advice. I need so much more. I need so much more than one piece. But uh, let's see. If I could give my little kid self one piece of advice. Um, let's maybe a rambling one. Uh, no, no. Here, I'll make it simple. Eventually, you're going to figure it out. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. As in, eventually your life's going to make a little bit more sense. I mean, there's a bunch of caveats. It's like you got to be patient. You got to you have to like constantly learn and you have to grow. And it's really uncomfortable and living in that discomfort sucks. It is gross. Mm -hmm. But you're going to get there. You're going to figure out what you can and can't eat. You're going to figure out like what works for your body. You're going to figure out how to feel good or at least better. Yeah. And uh, even if it feels like you're never going to, because I mean, I'm in my upper 30s now and it's like it's getting easier. But I don't I mean, I feel like I'm going to be on my deathbed being like, man, there's still so much I wish I could have figured out. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I think my one piece of advice for both would be. um, Have fun, stupid. Oh, just have fun. Who cares? Like, I think the thing I, I've made all of these things far. I've made all of these things far too complicated in my life. You know, I've overthought food. I've overthought relationships. But when you follow the things that are fun, when if you eat at fun restaurants, if you ha- make your meals more fun by adding ingredients, if you go on dates and your only aim, your only expectation and your only aim is to have fun, you don't have a bad time. So I just be like, hey, have fun, stupid girl. Stupid. Go have fun. Oh, well, I really like that, but I, I like I well, I like knowing that you're saying tongue in cheek to yourself. You're not really saying you're stupid. Mm-mm. Okay, good. I'm super smart. Um <laughs> I'm, I'm very I'm also very smart. I don't know if you knew that about me. I do. That is something that has never changed. Oh God. I mean, I'm I'm probably the smartest I've ever been, and I feel the Maybe the dumbest. Me too. Oh, yeah. yeah, I um, think the older you get and the wiser you get, the stupider you feel, and that's great. I hope it's great. I hope it's something. I mean, look, I I, I think that this ep got off to a little bit of a jerky start because it's hard to know exactly like what to say when you're saying goodbye. Uh, but I I just wanted to say from the absolute bottom of my heart. Uh, you know, and we, we talked about this on the phone, but uh, listeners, I'm sure you've been able to surmise this if you are a listener of our show for more than one episode. But Stevie and I are very different people. Um, we have certain things in common, like we both perform and write and have done and do comedy and like podcasting and talking. Uh, and, and we're we're, we're neighbor, and we're neighbors and we both like dogs. But there's a lot of uh, ideologically like uh, growing up all this like we're very different people and we've been i mean i'm very grateful to know you and i feel like we've had way more than 101 conversations but doing 
a hundred plus, maybe 150, if some of them are 90 minutes or whatever, like we've done many, many hours of speaking to each other. And I just, um, your intelligence and your like wit and your instincts, like it's, it's a, you're a very, you're, you're a great, uh, you're a great podcaster, but you're also a really, uh, wonderful person. Dave. Thank you. That's so nice. I know. And I know we talked about this too, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm with you. Like we're an, un, we're like an um, unlikely animal duo, you know, we're an <laughs> unlikely animal friendship and, mm-hmm. and one of the most special relationships I feel like we've developed over the, like for me, like one of the most special friendships I've developed over the past five years, like a constant, um, constantly changing, constantly showing up to support each other. You know, you've shown up for me when I've gone through some really hard times. I, you know, things about me that nobody knows, like you, you have insider information. Um, and and (laughs) thank you for trusting me by the way. Of course. It's always felt safe. You've always felt like a safe person. And I think for me, like, it's been such a pleasure getting to know you and to being like, to see you grow through your relationships, your romantic relationships, through food, through your work. But overall, like you're such a, um, it's been really nice to know, to to have you be another guy who I consider a very good person, an advocate for people, an advocate for women, an advocate for doing the right thing. You have such a good heart and I think it's rare Oh God, that's, that's very nice to hear. I, I do, I do, uh, I do try. Cause also grappling with all of this, it, it is bizarre that it's like in real time, we've been experiencing like a huge kind of global shift in what is and isn't okay. And, you know, I mean, yeah. honestly, as a, as a stupid side note, like that is a b- very bizarre, uh, byproduct of watching, uh, or, or side effect of watching all of these, uh, old movies is like, even the most benign, silly ones have a moment or two where you're like, Jesus Christ, that would not fly now. I can't believe it was, it flew then. Like this guy's the hero. Like, why is he treating this woman this way? Like, holy yep. shit. And these are like people who were let were like me then like like guys yep. who were quote unquote good guys making these movies and so um uh it's just it's um you know i think if i could offer a little bit of clunky advice to our listeners we've had some people say like if i don't have a community like you know people asking for dating advice and and our normal go to would be like look within your community etc now it's kind of hard to do that because we're all locked inside I think as a greater thing, as far as making friends goes, um, if we get back to some sense of normalcy, if we have this, uh, you know, if we're able to kind of coexist in, in, a, in a shared space again, like whether it be on a university campus, whether it be in a theater community, whether it be on a set, um, I'll just say like, you're someone who I knew of uh we had like many mutual friends i feel like i'd seen videos you made or something on social media like back back pre um when did we meet 2014 before then i think i was aware of you but i think had we not taken an extra step beyond you know oh we made we we shot a, a a short together and then we were instagram friends forever and never spoke again or something uh i think people have a lot of relationships like that, like acquaintances. And um, I think the curiosity to get to know someone who is a little bit different than you or 
you know, cause we both have friends. We both were dating and we, you know, we, um, uh, it's, you could have, I feel like there's opportunities to capitalize on a friendship or, or, or an entanglement with someone and to, ha- to really grow and get to know someone. And there's been times in my life where I've just, I haven't taken advantage of that. And I'm really glad that, that we were able to turn like an acquaintanceship into like a very uh, fruitful working relationship and friendship. I think, I think it's awesome. And I would, I would, I would tell the people listening if there's something missing in your life or if someone's intriguing, like go talk to them because it might, it might end up uh, netting you like a friend you're going to know for a very long time. Like I hope we're neighbors for a long time. I hope. And also, and also we're not opposed to the idea of working together again in some capacity. So yeah, if something, if the inspiration hits us, we'll do it. We just, we just are burnt out and we need a break. And I'm, you know, I apologize for anything I said when I was barely awake in the beginning of this episode, but with with a little clarity now, I can just say like, we loved doing it. It was yeah. so fun. I like it as a living document of who I was from you know early thirties to right now of me. And I and I love the show. And I think and I'm glad that people listened at at all. You know, like me too. if I'm going to be totally honest, I would have loved if it blew up a little more. But you know what? Like we did the show the way we did it, and we can't do it any differently now. And I just um. I'm happy to I'm happy to to let it live on the internet and I hope more people find it and I hope if they search for some keywords they I mean there's some episodes this season I think could could be kind of evergreen and people could listen to them forever. I really I really do. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's been a real pleasure. Um I'm really grateful for this podcast and I'm I'm also grateful to open some space up for us to do new things. Yeah. Uh so listeners um you don't know, subscribe do not subscribe <laughs> you i mean subscribe if you want we it would be great to get a huge spike in numbers when there's nothing for you to hear anymore but you know <laughs> you can you can still email us at ibraneverythingpod@gmail.com yeah. that's not a bad way to reach us you can reach us on social media stevie is i am stevie nelson i'm dave underscore horowitz on twitter and just dave horowitz on instagram um you can, I mean, I, I, we still have a phone number. You can call us at 213-458-5236 if you have any parting uh, wisdom for us uh, or or, or want to say anything finite or want to accuse us of something. You know, there's there's always there's always an oh opportunity for you to- Oh my God, take yeah. that out of the equation. We don't want that. <laughs> if you want to send us any, if you want to write us an angry iTunes review for stopping our podcast, go for it. Um, oh my God, what? No, just send us a, <laughs> write us a eulogy, you know? Don't, don't <gasps> write us- Yes, Do not write, write us, us anything angry. We can't take it. We can't deal with it. Write us a eulogy. 2015 to 2020. Ivern everything. Rest in peace. And then from the ashes will rise yep. a new Steve Nelson and a new D Horowitz. Yep. Um, we absolutely love you guys. And thank you. yeah, thank you to all the if- tiny toasties out there. Oh, remember when we tried to have a little name for our <laughs> fans and then we abandoned it? Yeah, of course, of course we abandoned it. It's insane. It's an insane choice. Yeah, we're, we're but Steve, do you have any advice for our listeners? I have no about ad- food or relationships. I have no advice. I have I wouldn't give advice to other people. I don't believe in it. I guess my suggestion would be um do what's right for you. Hmm. Um my advice cuz I I will give advice. I'll give advice Hell any, yeah. any day of the week. Hell yeah. Uh would be 
learn to be a little nicer to yourself because we are living in, I'm not going to say unprecedented times. I'm going to say horrible times. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's we bad. Are, yeah. You got to take your joy where you can. And um, if you can find some, if you can scrounge up a little joy in a nook and cranny of your home, or you can take a little drive with your mask on and take a picture of the ocean on the side of the road or something, go ahead and do it because everything real scary right now. It's so scary. I, I love your advice. That would be exactly what I would tell people to do too. Um, I can't believe that we are done, but we are done. And We're so done. for the last time, <gasps> I will say <sighs> stay safe, stay sane. And <laughs> <laughs> And stay listening to the back catalog of I Burn Everything. <laughs> 101 episodes spanning five years. And if you look at my social media in reverse while you do it, you can watch me get progressively less gray. So go yeah. from 2020 backwards yes. and see me as a fresh-faced young man five years ago. Oh, I love that idea. Yes, yes, yes. Um. Goodbye, everybody, and thanks for listening to I Burn Everything, a food and relationship podcast that was mostly about relationships. <laughs> we love you guys. Thanks for such a wonderful five years. Dave, thank you. Campfire Mita, thank you. Headgum, even thank you. Um, oh, sure. Why not? <laughs> um, we are so grateful for, for all of this. And thanks to our dogs for staying all right, relatively quiet for this episode. Yeah, thanks, dogs. That's been cool, too. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye forever. This is Adam Peacock from My Neighbors Are Dead. For the full month of October, My Neighbors Are Dead is going all in on the Friday the 13th series. And the best part is, we're up in our episodes to twice per week as we talk to all kinds of crazy characters from the world of Camp Crystal Lake, played by tons of amazing guests. Two episodes per week, all month long. Join us for My Neighbors Are Dead on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.